1: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey talk tuners, lately I've been making some positive changes in my life, but it definitely wasn't easy nor did it happen overnight. With the help of talk therapy, I've been able to grow and unlearn behaviors and beliefs that were causing me to feel stuck. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is, therapy works. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. And special offer to Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash Steph and Steph. That's betterhelp.com slash Steph and Steph. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this
2: podcast. Hello Talk Tuners. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Stephanie Talk TalkTunes. I'm Stephanie Myers. Hey guys, Stephanie Pena here. We're just having a good time here, Pena, as usual. I know we have different stuff going on. I have an exciting little development, but I gotta wait to share it with the Talk Tuners. And yes. I know, so I'll wait to do that, and when I can share it, I will. But I know you've had a fun week and had some funny things happen.
1: Yes, that is true. So talk tuners have to share this with y'all. I was talking to Stephanie the other day Obviously, we are friends, you know, we are friends in real life And I was like, I need to talk about this um, on our podcast. So check it out I decided to just have a change of scenery Um, My husband and I both work from home and we had rented a cabin out um, Out in a small town about 45 minutes out of San Antonio And it's cool because it's right on the lake and I was like, you know what and I want to bring the dogs guys I have three dogs and my dogs are all named after musicians. I have yeah. Johnny Cash and Huey. Yep. So, um, I'm, I'm thinking of getting a fourth and naming it the News. But <laughs> that. okay. that's a side note. But anywho, so I was like, you know what? Let's just move location. Just get just get out of the house, right? And so we go, and everything's fine. The the land is great, it fenced in yard, so I wasn't worried about them getting out. Perfect. Um, but things just got a little weird because my dogs, guys. They're divas. At the end of the day, they are just divas. So they are all about their home quarters, knowing that I have a bit, a bed big enough for all of us to lay on. They're very, well, I always say chiflados. So that's, that's in Spanish. That means they're spoiled. All right. That's, they're chiflatos. And <laughs> so of course, naturally, if you own a pet, doesn't matter what it is. It, it you know, there's always going to be a little bit of hesitation and some, you know, the dog may be cat or what, whatever, what have you. The animal is going to be a little bit on edge. You take it out of its natural habitat, right? From its home base. Well, check this out, y'all. So it's like 1030 at night. And I was like, okay, you know, let's go to bed. Cool. We go to bed, um, try to go to bed. And there wasn't enough room on that fucking bed for me, my husband, and those three dogs. And they are literally on the bed just looking at me like, bitch, where are you going to sit? Where are you laying down? I'm like, no, y'all have to move. And Cash, who was like king attitude, looks at me, really mean. (laughs) And he jumps off the bed and he looks like he's going to go over to the living room and kick it on the couch. He's like, no, I want to be with my people. And he just gives me like this really, really side eye look like, what are you going to do about this, mom? This is a full size bed. There's not enough for us. Not enough pillows, not enough blankets. And then you know I have Qwe over here, just like I'm staying on your face. And then we have you know Johnny, who's just like I'm a big dog. He's not big, but he's long. He's a Basset mix, and he's just like I'm just gonna do what I do. You know I'm just gonna lay on you too. I don't care. And I was like, you know what, this is not gonna be comfortable.
2: We left. We left. You like we left. Rented this nice place, and because the dogs were like, we're not doing this. You had to say, all right, dogs, you went. Yeah
1: absolutely they won so hey guys I don't have
2: kids I do have a
1: stepson but I don't Jeff and I do not have kids of our own I'm my dogs are my kids so legit who the fuck goes and you know (laughs) gets a rental Airbnb rental and be like hey guess what I'm sorry I have to leave because my dogs just don't have a good place to sleep and Stephanie I like hooked it up I brought their toys my bad I didn't bring their bed that's the one thing I didn't bring (laughs) <laughs> they going to lay on it anyway, but at least there could have been an- another option because that Airbnb mattress or bed was too small for them. Like, ridiculous. So we left at 11 o'clock. I was so mad. And I'm like, you know, I try and do something nice. I was all ready for the next day to go walk on the lake with the dogs. I had this vision. it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, no. Anyway, so <laughs> that happened. My dogs were Nessios, and I had to take them home. And they were so ecstatic. And when they got home, they laid on the bed like, oh, my God. Like, they've been through so much stress. They're they've all sprawled up. Trauma. Yeah. I'm like, whatever, dude. And so now um, I've said a couple of times, and Steph, I know you do this, too, as a dog owner. We like to take songs and kind of do what I call puppy remix Yeah, um, of songs They're, to incorporate. the, the dogs are
2: musical. Not just us. Our dogs yeah, are also I- musical.
1: Exactly, exactly. So I need to find the right diva song for them, for all three of them. I've never had a song for all three of them, but now I have to find it. Well, actually, Damn. I kind of had. I, well, Missy Elliott's what's the song? That goes boys, boys, all types, boys, black, yeah. and white, Puerto Rican. <laughs> I kind of started using that and talking about their breeds, but that's not enough. I need oh, I to, like it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, girl, fucking diva dogs. And you're a dog owner, too. So I know you would do the same thing if Chelsea wasn't comfortable.
2: So you understand. I, I do. I do. And these, you know, we do so much for them. We like, we we have even given you special songs, dogs. Um, <laughs> We've given you these special songs bestowing our love. And for some reason, you don't have the type of appreciation that you need to. So I hope, Pena, that they learn Appreciation for what you're doing because that's quite a situation to go through this week.
1: No, they're like, it's fine, fuck it, take us home, it's where we want to be, yay. Not with us. Now we're here, it's fine. That place wasn't fun, mom. I didn't like it. Didn't have Netflix, like I mean, my God, man, we're ridiculous. But you know, what was cool though, is that I actually there was a record player there, and the owner had a bunch of old records, and so cool. I was jamming out to Johnny Cash. I was jamming out to Freddie Fender. Awesome. Um, so that that was really fun. Like I was getting into it, and I'm like, okay, it was really just get change of scenery, get away from everyday.
2: Yeah, playing them the Johnny Cash records for their namesakes, Johnny and Cash. They better have appreciated that.
1: Exactly. No. They're like, whatever. It sounds better. It sounds better. Um, streaming. <laughs> they're like, this is
2: not the quality of sound we were looking for. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. They're, they're so generations. Have you. a nice one. <laughs> I love them. They're precious. Spoiled, but precious still. <sighs> yes. Um, anyway, I had to share that, guys. Ridiculous. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. That was a funny story, and I know we got some funny stories today, too. I was just thinking, this episode's actually going to be probably a really funny one, Pena, in the meatloaf episode, you talked about briefly how you consider Samuel L. Jackson to be uh, one of your pop culture heroes, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then that made us think, like, oh, man, we got some really funny memories connected to a specific and incredibly over-the-top song from what is arguably Samuel L. Jackson's most gloriously ridiculous movie.
1: Yes. We do that movie guys snakes on a plane. I know you've seen it. I know you love it. And I know you've heard the song from Cobra starship. So let me talk about why I love Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson is just a shit. If you haven't seen his movies, come on, man, where you been living? Because this guy has over a hundred film credits to his name and every role he plays, he owns that character. And that absolutely, like, no one could ever compare to him if Hollywood decided to make a remake of one of his originals. Like, it's just say Pulp Fiction, you know, wanted to do a remake. And, um, you know, they didn't catch Samuel Jackson as as Jules. No, it's not going to work. Because he he is amazing. You know, Samuel Jackson, for folks that don't know a little bit about his life, I really respect him. Um, he's done a lot. He studied at Morehouse College. He was an usher at MLK Jr.'s funeral. Crazy. Wow. Wild, And he was a Black Panther as well. Fucking cool. Hell yeah. And, you know, and also he battled addiction for a long time. And he was still making movies. It's quoted in Entertainment Weekly that he would be lit, but always got to work on time. Wow. Had his, you know, had his uh, lines set. So he was always professional, but unfortunately he had this addiction. He finally overcame that. And the cool thing is about him as well is that he started getting his fame later in his life. So it wasn't like he was 20-something, like new heartthrob, whatever. He was already hitting his early 40s when he started to be more into the mainstream. And my first um, intro into his work was through Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, 1989. Yeah. You guys have seen that movie. If you haven't, go check it out. We can talk about that for days. But regardless... So good, though, Robert Ebert, he um, he actually pegged it as one of, of his great movies. He has a, a list of great movies. So it's really good. But what really drove it home for me, the love was Pulp Fiction. Um, so again, he plays Jules Winfield and yeah. he co-stars with John Travolta. Um, it is a Quentin Tarantino's film, 1994, iconic. I'm sure our listeners know what I'm talking about, but just want to give that little bit of background. But what I really just loved about him and that character, and I started just looking more into his character and his characters in different movies, and just really understanding him as an artist, is that he's passionate. And so, you know, when it comes when he was playing Jules, so basically he was a hitman um, in in uh, Pulp Fiction, and he has a line like he has. He's so iconic. He has a line, and unfortunately, when he when some you know, somebody unfortunately got killed. He had to kill somebody in Pulp Fiction. He would always recite Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, the path of the righteous man. I'm going to start there and just stop because that doesn't take too much time. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. He would do that little speech and then shoot it, you know, shoot the person. And I'm like, damn, this fool is about it. And so anyway, love me some Samuel A. He's cool as fuck, cool as cucumber, smart as shit. Stands up for what he believes in. And yeah, he's my hero. Hands down, my hero.
2: He's really amazing as a person. And yeah, I think about the Pulp Fiction, just his iconic role though. And he's just been in so many, especially with this one. It's like, oh, I'm Samuel L. Jackson. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm doing this. Sounds great. I'd be like, oh, it's somebody of his stature, right? Could have been like, that is a little beneath me. Yeah, exactly. So that it's just be I don't want to do it. But he's like, right, no,
1: right. right Steph, and exactly. And you're on point there for sure. So Entertainment Weekly back in 06, as this movie came out in 06, he actually said that he called the original director, Ronnie Liu, and begged him to be in it because he thinks it's fun. He knew this wasn't going to give him, you know, an Oscar nomination. He wasn't looking for that. That just gonna show how cool he is. You know, it's like I do all the serious movies and, you know, I'm a good actor, but you know, what? I want to have fun. Yeah. And so he he wanted to be a part of it. He is on record saying that, you know, he would even do a sequel. He would do a third if it's needed. Like, he is all about this movie. And it did not make a big splash in the box office, but it is a cult classic. And it's definitely, it got a lot of fame um, when it went out to DVD and, you know, streaming, etc. But um, when you think about, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, Snakes on the Plane,
2: I know what you think about Stephanie. You got to be thinking about those words, right? <laughs> well... In the immortal words of your hero, one Samuel L. Jackson. You want to say it? Enough is enough! I've had it with
1: these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! (laughs) He's
2: amazing. He's
1: amazing. I can't... You know, I suck. That's definitely not as cool as Samuel L. Jackson.
2: No, it's very good.
1: um, Thank you. But yes, it's it's hilarious! I mean, come on! How could you not love it? And uh, this... <laughs> this movie, uh, being being a comedy, and also with the song "Snakes on a Plane," it, it was just perfect. I mean, there's, I I'm talking about it right here, and I'm just smiling. This shit's funny. It's amazing. Um, but it really did have like some really great um, marketing behind it, yeah. and some good movie facts.
2: Yeah, and Chuck Tinder's, you, you know, the best thing here connected to this song, but the best thing about that particular line is it wasn't even originally in the movie. So when you think about this, so the internet is a very powerful place, but this was even pre-Twitter. Twitter Twitter dictates just so much these days. This is (laughs) pre-Twitter. The internet uh, was out there and they were like, we want to hear Samuel L. Jackson say this line. It wasn't originally in the movie. It was not written originally in the movie. Somebody came up with it, memed it before memes were even a thing. And this buzz kept going throughout the year before the film's release, and then they had to put it in the movie because its legend came before the movie was even released. So internet decided they wanted to hear it, and then they wrote it in. Really think about that because it's mind-blowing and amazing, right? It's amazing. That line is the movie, guys!
1: I mean, yeah. come on! Wow, that's so crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so you got this context, right, for this Crazy ass and amazing movie. Both of those things coexisting together. (laughs) Crazy ass and incredible movie. So the theme song to the film Snakes on a Plane, of course, is the titular Snakes on a Plane. Parentheses, bring it by the band Cobra Starship. What else would it be? Did we get to that point. So, first of all, like, let's just hold the phone on this fact because this is about to be crazy. Gabe Saporta, the lead singer of the band Midtown, he'd already named his new musical project Cobra Starship. and mm. he heard about the movie, when he heard about the movie Six on a <laughs> which is hilarious, and he was like, "Well, this is a cosmic situation. I have to get my music in it." We have to do this. I'll write a song for it. Let's do this. And when you think about it, right, because you just assume, like, oh, a studio named this band they got together. It didn't even happen that way.
1: Wow. It was organic. Right?
2: (laughs) Yes. So when you think about that song, if you haven't heard the song, you know, highly, highly recommend you do. It was definitely the most... um, anticipated and well-known song off the soundtrack because it is a full soundtrack. It's (laughs) full of, you know, bands that are names to this day, Panic at the Disco, Fallout Boy, Gym Class Heroes on the soundtrack too. But we had Gabe Saporta, who we just talked about and his band had broken up and he decided I'm Mm going to team with these producers, write the song for the film. He didn't even have any Mm -hmm. bandmates at that time. So he brought in Travis McCoy from Gym Class Heroes who does the rap. In the song. And you definitely listen to this rap. Because it's amazing. And then of course the iconic. Music video. Which has band members. Sneaking snakes. Past TSA. Because that's of course. What we're going to do for a music video. And he then has a cameo. Samuel L. Jackson. Off to the side. I think nodding sagely. In a scene. <laughs> um, because of course it does. Like, what, why wouldn't you have. A cameo from Samuel L. Jackson. So no movie scenes, not- but they didn't need them. They didn't need them. They're just like, do you want to recreate moving snakes through TSA? And do we want Samuel L. Jackson to have a cameo? Yes, on both those things. Yes,
1: Absolutely. Things.
2: Absolutely. Epic. Just epic. You yes. know? Just for sure. And it's just incredible. It's just incredible. So, I mean, as you've described, Pena, the film itself is not... <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward movie. Mm-hmm. It's campy intentionally, doesn't have a lot of nuance at all. It's, as you can imagine, those snakes got on that plane, and Samuel L. Jackson's <laughs> got to help them get off of it. However, with the song, snakes on a plane, um, there's a little bit of metaphor in the song, and the snakes are known to represent the uh, some uh, poisonous music industry executives, which I thought was cool. The lyrics tonight, the sky's alive with lizards serpentine lounging in their suits and ties. Watch the horse parade for the price of fame. Pretty funny when you think about it. They're like, okay, well, how do we kind of make the song about something a little bit deeper than the movie is? Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> I right? love it. They're like, we got to do something. Like, we can't just be like, and the snake. Yeah, here comes the bubba constrictor. We got to write something here that has a little bit of metaphor or simile or something. So I thought no, that was that's great. Yeah.
1: Right?
2: And it's a very upbeat song. So you never lose. I think the fact that it's also, Oh, this is a very danceable song as uh, kids on American bandstand would say. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was everywhere. When it came out in 2006, the song came out before the movie. So I just want to set the scene for Talk Tuners. It's 2006, and I'm in New York. We're both in New York. But the song's release come out, it was probably several months before the movie that summer. Mm. And I just remember it was blasted from everybody's cars. It was blasted in the bodega. You're just <laughs> hearing it all over. And everybody got everyone to dance to it. Everyone's very excited about these snakes on plane. Absolutely. It was crazy.
1: Snakes on the plane forever. So guys, this, this movie was totally marketed out and we're living in New York y'all. So come on, we got like the biggest ad agencies in the world. So it was everywhere. You saw Samuel Jackson's face everywhere. I mean, there was definitely a lot of hype. One thing that I really loved about the marketing plan, the advertising campaign for this movie was a phone call generator. So check it out. Verytalk.com had a platform where you go on, you go onto their website, you would type in a friend's phone number and then yours or someone else, whatever, to make it seem like it, it was a natural call. Um, and your buddy would get a personalized message from Samuel Jackson, like either on voicemail or if they picked up, it was the recording of Samuel Jackson. Fucking hilarious. This was so funny. And he'd be like, Stephanie, I'm tired. Of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane and like go on some monologue and the shit was so great
2: my god oh yeah i think i recall that you sent me one and you just said you didn't give me any context you just said check your voicemail myers (laughs) Exactly. exactly exactly and there was an amazing message which again what a good marketing move right right Exactly.
1: Oh my gosh. So good. So, Hey guys, you know, putting all that together, just imagine, you know, it's just, it was a really interesting time in New York. So, um, we definitely had to see
2: it in the theater and we did. We did. We did. And I have such a indelible memory, Stephanie, and I'm sure you do too, of course, with everything we just led up to, we had to see this yeah. movie in the theater. We were like, good God, we've heard about it for a year leading up to this exactly. Exactly. movie. So, and of course, the song, which was just, I mean, just talk about everywhere. So we're like, yeah, absolutely. Sign us up. So when the movie opened in New York, uh, we got tickets and we went opening weekend Mm-hmm. we went to uh, union square theater. I think it was the regal and it was, and I don't think you or I Stephanie knew what to expect. We were just no. like, yeah, this will be fun. Yeah. sounds like a, sounds like a good time. Like we are there and I'll never forget showing up. Cause we were just, we were just in for a ride. <laughs> we were just in for a ride. So we showed up to the theater and we're just, I remember being so surprised that the movie theater was just full of people who just very literally dress the part for snakes on a plane it was like the rocky horror picture show yes in this participatory way that i don't think either of us had that clue that it was going to be that so i just want to paint the picture for folks. <laughs> this theater goes right they're literally people dressed up in pilot costumes with stuffed snakes around their necks just all ready to see this movie for the first time too, right? It's not like it got to build up cult status over the years. This was for first time. They're like, yeah, absolutely. Here I am. Yes, like, I'm here. Like I'm absolutely ready to do this. And I remember it was like, and they weren't like laughing about it. They're like, this is my costume to see snakes on a plane. And then <laughs> sort of like, oh shit, like we didn't. I get we the didn't, memo. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know to dress up for this, but it was just everyone's having good time. And so we sit down, like, let's get out and start showing the movie. There's, like, flying stuffed snakes <laughs> happening throughout the film. There's flying through the air <laughs> as the goers are throwing them.
1: You're like, no, oh,
2: snakes are on the plane. Snakes are in the theater. Oh, my God.
1: That's so mind-blowing. I wasn't expecting – we weren't expecting this, guys. We are just figuring we're going to a movie. We already knew it was going to be hilarious. We're just regular street clothes. We didn't understand it was going to be this big old costume party. Dude, you have – like you had some of the folks um you know some of the patrons in there movie watchers whatever acting like flight attendants telling people hey you need to sit here let me check your ticket you're in la 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 funniest fuck I'm like what are you doing <laughs> and then after the movie the ushers danced us out of the theater because this right. was crazy they were dancing us out of theater pointing us to all exits where to go and of course, at the end of the movie, when the credits roll, the Cobra Starship song is on, you know, snakes on a plane. Oh my God, it was great. It was, it was amazing. It was The energy there was fantastic. And it was, oh man, it's a precious moment for me, of us and our friendship and being in New York, man. That was, it was over the top and so good.
2: I'll never forget it. I was like, cool, we're closing with the song. And like, here's everybody in costume just bringing it back around. And I was like, man, this is culmination of a year of extremely targeted marketing props to everybody involved.
1: Yeah. I think I, they're, they just need to bring it back. Like how many years later it's already been. Right. And just be like, totally. Oh, 25th anniversary of snakes on a plane and throw a big party. And we should just reenact it and be all over again.
2: All I'm a hundred percent. in. I'm, I'm all in for that. I'll never forget <laughs> how that was just played out. I was like, man, that's such, it's such a, it's almost like a core memory. like, who forgets? Like, oh, I got, now I just bring my stuffed snakes to theater. Like, that's how yes. I see a movie. That's how I see a movie. Exactly. And then when Samuel Jackson was on screen, everyone was just like, yeah, you even hear.
1: I'm like, okay, stop. We need to hear the movie. There was just props.
2: Like, yeah, throw it, like shaking a snake. Woo! Yes, <laughs> stop. And I forgot, too, that everybody was trying to recite that line with him because everyone knew it was coming. Yes. And oh so it God. was very Rocky horror in that way. Everybody, it's like the internet asked for that line. They wrote it into the script. They were ready oh for gosh. it in the movie. And now we are ready to say it directly to the face <laughs> of Samuel L. Jackson reciting it with him. That's some fandom, right? That's some That's fandom.
1: serious fandom. Oh my God. I, I wonder if like LA did it, if, you know, what other theaters across the country had, you know, and folks who listen had that experience, please let us know. Because, yeah. again, it caught us off guard. We were not expecting it. So I would love to hear if anybody had a similar experience when they saw this book. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So good.
2: Please do reach out to us, guys. If you have a similar experience, we'd love to hear about what that was like for you yes. to see that or related memories. Because we know there's a lot of funny ones. <laughs> and uh, we have a really cool uh, podcast platform that we're happy with lately. I just wanted to share it with you guys. It's called good pods. Uh, We're not paid to say that at all. We just enjoy them. Um, We've been really gratified and grateful lately to be placing on their music commentary charts, uh, showing up on those charts lately. And we were shocked and surprised and really happy about it. So please do check us out there. You can find all of our past episodes there. If you're just kind of looking for alternative podcast platform you can tap a quick five-star rating of the show and actually even rate each episode so we know that really helps our visibility so thank you to the talk tuners who found us there because that's really helped us and just want to say thank you for the support
1: yeah absolutely let me echo that so cool so cool so definitely check out good pods and on good pods you'll find our sister and brother um podcast from the pantheon network on there as well so grateful for Pantheon Network, as always, check it out, go to their website, learn, you know, go find some good uh, music podcasts. There's so many different, uh, you know, types of, so many different subjects, you know, you totally. can have history, song facts is on there, yeah. which is great. You have another podcast. It's all about Weezer. I mean, yeah. there's something for everybody. Um, and as far as, you know, getting in touch with us, y'all, come on, you just email us at tunes at gmail.com. Or reach out to us on our social platforms. That's at Stephanie's Talk Tunes on IG, FB, and TikTok. And Stephanie's Talk on Twitter. And, of course, you can go out to other platforms as well and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can do so on Spotify, whatever floats your boat. But we really, really appreciate the feedback. Guys, yeah, so be wary of those snakes. Next time you get on a plane, um, watch yourself. Watch yourself. watch your bag. You don't know. Sammy's not not there to help us all the time. So anyway, be Samuel Jackson. Be the hero. This is Stephanie. Benya, I'm out.
2: Bye. (sighs) Myers, peace out, guys. See you in two weeks. Bye.